I talk about something as though I know everything, even though I know nothing, on episode 22 of Go Hi, Mom. Hello. Hello, Dolly. I don't know what that was. Carol Channing is here. Uh, seriously, though, Mom. Um, Hello. And as you've noticed, if you've been listening, a lot of people want you to come on the podcast. So maybe when you and Dad come here in September, we can bring you on. But any hoozles, uh, my friend and some of your uh, friend as well, good friend, close friend, Mr. Jimmy Dobson, Miami, Florida's kingpin himself, the substance kingpin, Mr. Jimmy Dobson, is in town, and he is on a bike tour of Osaka, Cycle Osaka, which I believe I've plugged on this podcast before, but just in case, if you ever come to Osaka, you really should check out the Cycle Osaka bike tour. But alas, I have princess digressed. (laughs) I liked it. I'm sorry that you had to be here for it. But I did want to catch everybody up on the goings-on at the office over the last couple months. In June... It was environmental month at the office, so all of the morning speeches were supposed to be about the earth. It's funny, there really is a gigantic conservationist ethos in Japan, it seems like, and maybe some of that comes from sort of the geographic terrain, these sort of set of islands with lots of different temperate zones and and rainfall that defers and weather that defers and, and, you know, really global warming and climate change, if if the predictions turn out to be true as far as ocean levels rising and, and all that. Japan really stands to be, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, so it makes sense, but they really do have a, have a real strong love and respect and appreciation and, and just compassion towards the earth. And it's kind of cool, but from July to September, evidently the air drying machines in the bathrooms at the office all get turned off. And there's even a sign that says they're doing this to conserve energy. So no paper towels, no hand towels are provided. So I guess everyone is wiping their hands on their pants in the entire building, but I'm not sure. So June was Environmental Month. July was Diversity Promotion Month at the office. So they sang the company song in English. And on the first day of July, when they made this announcement, by the way, they made the announcement in English, which is like the first time that's ever gone down. And every day in July, a guy got on the loudspeaker. I don't know why I said he got on. I got off, but a guy got on. No, it was like a recording, but whatever. The same recording was played every day day and it was like july is diversity promotion month let's all sing the company song in english by the way i'm really not exaggerating like the the voice really is that robotic but like the first day this dude got on the speaker there was like an audible groan on my floor of people just being like uh there was a smattering of giggles like (laughs) we couldn't possibly do that even though we write contracts in that language but it was mostly just like a symphony of displeasure just like uh 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 evidently bob dylan was there Uh, uh, we gotta sing this song in english Somehow I made Bob Dylan sound like Michelle from Full House, but... Anyways, obviously everything else during the month of July was in Japanese, so I remain hopelessly clueless as usual. So June was Environmental Month, July was Diversity Promotion Month, and although there was no official monthly designation in August, I'm gonna go ahead and proclaim August swim in the sweat of your dress clothing because there's no air conditioning in the entire building. The only thing swim 
sweatier than my office building during the month of August is a sauna full of old, hairy Jewish men. By the way, there's also no Wi-Fi in the building, but that's a conversation for another time. A few weeks ago, the J-pop band Exile performed a 30-minute or so quote-unquote set in the lobby of my office building. There were probably about 600 people at this show. It was during the daytime. A lot of them were teenage girls, but there were men, purportedly straight men there to see this group, this mega boy band of like 15 dudes dressed in like overflowing white t-shirts, like down to their knees, which had weird English written on them. Um, it was as though Tiffany's sweater dress was back, but these were dudes, and the music had no redeeming quality whatsoever, whereas I Think We're Alone Now is still a great jam, and don't you tell me otherwise. They were singing to a backing track. They built a stage, like a 20-foot by maybe 10-foot wide stage with like a whole set of banners and everything just for this occasion. The dancing was okay, I, I guess. Um, as usual, I remain very confused. Moving away from the office, here's a broad generalization for which I have no concrete proof. Asians love bread. I, I know what you're thinking. That's crazy, man. Asians love rice. Probably. In fact, definitely. But Asians love bread. Everywhere I go, all over Asia, Singapore, Malaysia, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Japan, obviously, wherever I am, there's a bakery somewhere and there are a whole boatload of Asians lining up to get some fucking bread. Asians of all walks of life, all ages, all genders, anyone, everybody is lining up. They grab tongs and a tray and they get like four different kinds of white bread with weird shit in it. it some of it's good. Don't get me wrong, some of it's good, but all I'm saying is Asians love bread. I, I want an explanation. I truly do. Can we have somebody please tell me, explain? I don't have an explanation. I really do not know what it is or why, but I'm just saying, ALB, Asians love bread. So I was in Tokyo with Jimmy, and we were trying to find this special ramen-ya, this ramen restaurant that, that serves wonton men, which is in addition to having ramen noodles and all sorts of delicious stuff in an amazing broth, they also put wontons in there. We finally find the place. Turns out it's closed. So I started asking some Japanese folks if they knew of any other spots that were good. And finally, we got a woman who was helping us. She was about our age, maybe a little younger, and she was wearing like one of the SARS masks. So we get her. She's walking with us. She's taking us to this place she wanted to take us to. And I'm talking with her, conversing with her in shitty Japanese. And she's very friendly. She's filling in the gaps a little bit in English. And finally, I ask her, are you sick are you all right because she's got this mask on and she she just kind of like looks up at at me and jimmy and goes not sick uh no no makeup i'm just gonna leave that story right here on the podcast no comment something new that i've learned in japanese is that adding yo to the end of a phrase or word gives it like an added emphasis so Somebody asks you how you are, you say, Io, I'm good. E meaning good and yo to add the emphasis. 
So I I like it because it's kind of like you know like um the the suck the sort of wigga dude in uh, half baked who's like uh, yo why you gotta make me feel inferior because I'm on the grill b so I've started saying I'm a lawyer yo watashi wa bengoshi des yo bengoshi yo bengoshi yo and what a delightful segue let's close with some more haiku cue that music. First, from Matsuo Munefuso. Yagate shinu kishiki wa miezu semi no koe. Cricket, from your cheery cry, no one would ever guess how quickly you must die. From Yoshi Mikami Isa. Katatsumuri soro soro nobore. Fuji no yama. Oh snail, climb Mount Fuji, but slowly, slowly. And finally, from Takahama Kyoshi, Aki kaze ya, ganchu no mono, mina haiku. Autumn wind, everything I see is haiku. Hey, here's a crazy fact. I've been in Japan for six and a half months. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have no idea why you're doing it, but it keeps me sane and I really appreciate it. So, arigato gozaimashita for listening and sayonara.